0: Y'all, 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 you all know What else is we're stepping into the show because the show has begun. What a sneak attack that was. I didn't look at you to gauge your reaction. I'm just going to pretend in my head that I got you. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Clearly, that reaction tells me yes, that I didn't. No you did. But um, <laughs> welcome to My Safe Word is More. My name is Al Jackson, father of three faithful co-host of Daily Blast Live, stand-up comic for going on 16 years now, and now a 46-year-old man since the last time we recorded. Your Uh, birthday. uh, My birthday. birthday.
1: Jesus, I totally forgot. I'm not so good with
0: birthdays. And you know what? Do do you guys know who's not so good with birthdays? My incredible co-host. You know her from two seasons (laughs) of Survivor, one season of The Amazing Race, but you know her as being dope AF, all the AF time. Give it up for my girl, Mrs. Corinne Kaplan. How are you?
1: I'm very good. How'd I'm, you like
0: the missus on that? I surprised myself. What the, what the hell was that? I don't know. What yeah. am I, pulling your car around at the steakhouse? <laughs> <laughs> the missus?
1: Um, <laughs> I am, like, super excited to catch up with you.
0: Yes, it's been um, forever. There's
1: been a, a bunch of things that have happened since we last saw each other. And yes. we're going to recap some of that today. We're going to go through. I did go to the pink party. I did lose a few pounds before the pink party. Yeah, proud to say well,
0: you look great, but you always look great. I can't <laughs> tell. And also, you know, I'm a black man, family from the south, so I like a little, like a little mm. extra meat. Yeah, that's all I me know. over here, buddy. Um,
1: so <laughs> I'm going to review that. I want to talk a little bit about July Fourth because we're post July Fourth. I want to hear about out. yours, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you about mine. I've got an update to the Denver Singles Group, which is just. It is slowly surpassing, are we dating the same guy? Because are we dating the same guy has gotten a little bit redundant. It's just uh, these women keep complaining about being, you know, red flags, red flags. And then you get in the comments and they're like, gaslighting. And he said he loved me. And I'm like, oh, you're just like a scorned. This isn't.
0: And also remember what we always say. And if you are new to this podcast, uh, you know, one thing that I think we need to recoup and just kind of reset the table for who we are for our new listeners uh you know i take a more uh autistic i wouldn't say cold but maybe terminator 2 stance on a lot of things i'm very like Mm -hmm. people running patterns uh people uh can be good and bad but a lot of times your situation dictates what luxury you have in terms of being a good or bad person and i don't really think that often reflects your true inner character but i uh, cover all that up with a whole bunch of sarcasm and jokes. Yeah. Because sure otherwise, that's what most comics do. Yeah. Uh, and Corinne, how would you describe yourself for somebody just listening?
1: Oh, um, I was not expecting that question. Um, irreverent, smart.
0: Okay, and other things from Liberace's poster. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, witty. Yes, you can um, catch I, Corinne behind yeah. the candelabra this week.
1: <laughs> I would not say I'm ever chill. No one's described me as.
0: You're not a calming influence. (laughs) No, you're not. But you know what? And uh, you you again uh, helped me by making me feel correct. And this is what I've always said about people like you and people like Corinne. Somebody got to start the pot, dog. Yeah. Somebody's got to come to the party and liven that bitch up. Yeah. And not everybody has the luxury. There's you know, like and you've been to weddings and parties. Somebody's got to get on the dance floor first. And you know what happens the first time somebody gets on a dance floor? People know, look at this guy over here. He's dancing by himself. <laughs> He's doing the chicken. He looks so weird. And then somebody's wife goes, come on, get up and dance. And then somebody goes, what, can I have this dance? And now people are dancing. But somebody had to get up. And Corinne, you are that person yeah. that gets up. You don't make a fool of yourself. But you come in and you've got a personality. You've got a take. And you've got, you've got a POV that people either gravitate towards or move away from. But you stir things, and that is a necessary function catalyst for conversation and for parties and for entertainment.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's why people invite me to things. They yes. Um, I want to say that I don't. I don't know if we'll if we'll have video component while you're listening to this. But I have a massive bruise on my leg.
0: I saw that. I, yeah. I, I yeah. Didn't so know that's what was fun. Going on. What happened? Um, with that? I know. I, I <laughs> blinked twice. I fell
1: down the stairs. I'm sure <laughs> How cold
0: was the pot roast?
1: I was, yeah. <laughs> um, not I not making
0: fun of domestic violence. Calm down.
1: Right. I am. I'm making fun of okay. it. Okay, um, I was then. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was in North Carolina. Um, well, we'll open with that. So I was in North Carolina for work for a week, and a couple of like interesting things happened. N- one of them is not the bruise on my leg, um, but uh, I did I did get a tick. I mean, all the bad things that a could tick? happen. Yeah.
0: Like a deer tick bit you? I think so. Isn't that how you get... Lyme disease. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I took tweezers. I almost said I- malaria. I don't <laughs> think that's native no.
0: to North Carolina. No, I
1: had to take malarone uh, for my entire first season in Africa because they have malaria. And actually, someone on our crew got malaria. Shut up. But the bigger thing is that... Uh, the, so, malarone is the drug you take for malaria. And unfortunately, malarone has to be taken on a full stomach or else it makes you very nauseous. And generally, you'll throw up. So, every morning... Because we signed contracts saying we would take malarone that's part of them getting off of if we got malaria they're not responsible because they gave us malarone so every morning everybody would take their malarone and then half of us would start gagging and throwing up because you can't take it on an empty stomach and we don't have any food
0: see that just is it's a sad story because people were sick and also because only fans hadn't been invented yet i mean like you guys could have made a little extra money because somebody would pay for that
1: yes Uh, yeah well
0: hey before you throw up hold on let me mm let me focus this lens yeah
1: it's what's the (laughs) asmr oh yeah yeah um well cbs cut all of that out but, anyways, um, so I went to North Carolina, and I had an interesting um, situation on the airplane. You know, I love to review airplane stories with you. This is very simple, straightforward. Um, okay, so I get on the plane, and um, well, I uh, I had a very messy departure from North Carolina. Basically, I get to the airport, and I mean, I. I know that like when I read people's Facebook statuses, when they're bitching about, air, you know, not our friend, but normal people, I'm like, this is very boring. This is like you telling me about your dream. I don't care. So I'm going to make this quick. But I got to the airport. I don't was like. Don't
0: it quick. We love your story.
1: Desperate to get out of the airport and um, or just to get out of North Carolina. Like I was done with North Carolina. I have a huge bruise on my leg. I had a tick in my stomach. Like, I'm good. Let's go. So I get to the airport. I check my bag. Fifteen minutes after I'm through security, I see on my phone. Uh, flights fl- first flights delayed three hours, and I already know that's problematic. Yes. yes. Then about fifteen minutes after that, flights just canceled.
0: B- because but in no, North Carolina they don't have any backup planes. Everything's got to go perfectly or it's well, a wrap. Well,
1: the problem was Denver was in the middle of whatever the fuck Denver's been doing. De- I mean, we Armageddon you guys getting here? Yeah, it's been hailing nonstop, and this was like really severe. There was severe flooding, so I found out why the hail stops up the drains, and that's what causes the crazy flooding. Because the the hail gets caught in the drain I and the never water doesn't. About that. Yes, because there was legitimately a river on the street I live in. Like my Jay was like, I I, I don't think you could get home. Like a, a an Uber cannot get through our street. Wow, it's a river. Okay, so nevertheless, they cancel my flight. I'm like spinning out. They tell me they rebooked me two days later. Like I I two. I'm two full days later. Like that was nothing.
0: Yeah. Wait, so what day does the flight get canceled?
1: I am supposed to be flying out on Thursday night. They rebooked me for Saturday at 7 p.m.
0: Like it was nothing. Oh, those are full days. I mean,
1: and I don't – I also – I am in some – I mean, I know that the first thing you do is get online. Obviously, the other first thing I would do is, you know, I'm on the phone trying to call them. The problem is this is the first time I've booked through this company, and I have to go through American Express travel, not the direct airline. So I get somebody from Southwest on the phone. That person is like – and by the way, I flew Southwest because it was the only direct from North Carolina to Denver. I would prefer United. But anyways, Southwest, as they do, just fucking leaves me ass out. Anyway, I can't have my luggage back. I've checked the bag, so I can't even have that back if I have to be there for two more days. I don't have a hotel anymore. I don't have a car. I don't have anything. I'm at the – you know. All right, so – That's not even the story. So finally, okay, I get to the front. I'm on the phone with Amex, and I'm in line for the Southwest person. I'm like, I I have to get out of here. And she goes, we've just opened up a flight. We're going to have to route you through Oakland. Albert, the flight to Oakland... That, do you know how far, how much, I'll, I, I got a wave, by De- behind by Denver. <laughs> Those are
0: like two of the furthest points in the country. It's awful. North Carolina to Oakland. And
1: because of the storms in Denver, when we board the flight, which is supposed to be 4.5 hours, they tell us they're adding 90 minutes to the flight to go around the storms. There's a whole country they could have used. Somehow this adds 90 minutes. So I'm on six and a half hour flight to get to Oakland to then catch a connection. When I catch the Hopefully connection. Hopefully catch a connection. Right. Oh, they told us we had eight minutes to get the connection, but there were 30 of us. So I was like – they were like, they'll they'll probably hold the plane. I was like, I don't know. It's fucking South Wars. And that's they what we not. talked
0: about on that previous podcast about, like, when people go, if you don't have a connecting flight, can you let the people – Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I had bulkhead seat. I was like, I don't give a fuck about the rest of you. So I was like, my luggage is never going to make it. I can barely make it in the eight minutes. How's my luggage? Well, that flight was so delayed. They ended up, they did hold the plane. So when I, this is what I'm getting to. When I board the plane, okay, I walk down the aisle and I'm the the first person of the 30 because I'm already pissed because now I'm going to have to sit in some godforsaken middle seat. Of course, right?
0: From Oakland to Denver?
1: Yeah. I mean, the plane is full. There's 30 people boarding last
0: and everybody's giving you the stank eye, like, do not sit here.
1: I mean, honestly, most people are like, hey, pretty lady. Oh, I never thought yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm attractive, so people are I like, I never hey, thought about getting on the plane as an attractive <laughs> <Yeah>. woman. <laughs> and, like, I'm not, like, I'm not obese. Like, most people are like, look, the reality is most of us are going to get a middle passenger because this flight is sold out. So, like, at least get her and not right. roll the dice with, you know, you're not going to get an empty seat. So I'm walking down and I see a fucking aisle seat. Like, halfway through the plane, I see an aisle, and I was like, no fucking way. And there's a guy sitting middle and a guy sitting on the window. I sit down, and he's like, hey, long day. And I was like, oh, God, we got a talker. He starts talking to me, and then I'm assuming he's got to be sitting middle because he's, the guy must be his, his
0: friend window. or his boyfriend
1: or something. Right. They wanted to sit next to each other. About 10 minutes into the flight, when this guy wouldn't shut the fuck up, I realize the other guy doesn't know him either. <gasps>
0: <gasps> oh, okay. Hey. Oh, what oh. the fuck? No, no, he no, no, no. This no. guy
1: that ha- wants to sit in the middle. I've never seen this in my life. D- d- yes, I- I'm trying to think I've the never- equivalent
0: of finding one. A- it's like finding a two dollar th- bill that's sitting right. on top of a four leaf clover. Thank like you. Like that's impossible. I know. Because uh, straight up, I maybe drinking out, but I don't even know if I would say this. Some people might be like, hey, buddy, you need to, like, back." there's no reason for you to sit there right now. <laughs> I mean, almost I mean, legally. Window
1: guy must have been like, are you fucking kidding with this? Like, why would you not take, because if, if the 30 of us didn't get on, there would have just been an empty seat in the middle. This guy wasn't trying to, he wanted to sit next to and so I was trying to understand it seemed like he was hitting on me and the other guys so I couldn't tell. I think mean, he just like really wanted to make friends. It was the most bizarre, and it was like such a horrendous day of travel. And, and by the way, I boarded that flight at one in the morning. I mean this is this is not even talking time. This is these people's flight was delayed. Everyone's fucked up. No one could get into Denver. I boarded that flight at one in the morning. Oh my shut gosh. up, dude.
0: What do you think that do you think that's hyperactivity masked as pleasantry? because there's got to be some that's not like a normal. I'm friendly. Like Sar is friendly, but Saur would never do that. Saur would is, not say anything.
1: It's completely unhinged behavior.
0: It's unhinged. I,
1: just, I cannot. I don't know. I've never seen it. That's why I wrote it down. I was like, I have to. I have to ask Alice if you've, if you've ever seen this.
0: The, when you said that, you you unlocked this weird memory I have, and it involves hockey and me being a nice guy. Uh, I was uh, on on a flight. And uh, I was in coach, shout out. This is uh, some years ago. And it was when uh, the St. Louis Blues were in the Stanley Cup finals. I don't follow hockey, but I guess they, they, they're they a big hockey town and they hadn't been to the finals in a long time. So they, uh, it was like game seven so it was the last game. They ended up winning. And I, I sit down and I'm in the aisle. There's a black dude I don't know in the other aisle. And uh, this guy that's next to me there's no there's nobody in the middle seat and so the guy in the window this young guy goes hey um you know it I, I know we're enjoying this empty middle seat but my dad is back there and we're huge St Louis Blues fans and we've been waiting for this our whole life would you mind if he comes up here and we watch the game on his laptop so i'm like i'm not going to break up a father son yeah. duo of course His dad comes from about four rows back, or probably in the late 20 rows. And his dad crosses in front of me, and I was like, what was, what was, I just got a little funk wind.
1: Oh, no. Not
0: a lot of funk wind. He's
1: got old man death smell.
0: And then when he sat down, just, people say things smell like shit, but they don't, they, Mm. that just means they don't have the adjective that they're looking for. He smelled like He had shit his pants. Oh, no. He might have. And it was horrible. And as soon as he sat down, it like puffed it out. And the (laughs) other black dude in the aisle looked at me like, Like, you brought this up here? (laughs)
1: Yeah. You did this. And I was
0: looking like, I don't know. And this guy stunk so bad. His dad smelled so bad that it wouldn't have been crazy to get a flight attendant. But I just wrote it out because oh. it was maybe an hour and a half flight. Do you
1: have a colostomy bag?
0: I don't – maybe. I don't know. That sounds really I, it unfortunate. Was, it was yeah. really bad. But I'll never forget that black dude's face. He looked at me because I – he was like, what did you do? Yeah. Because every, it was a quiet, boring 7 p.m. flight. And all of a sudden, we are just – it was – like being in a bank vault with shit in
1: it. Mm, that sounds fun.
0: Anyway. So, um,
1: okay, I wanted to give you a couple wait, more. Wait, so you got
0: back to from Oakland, okay?
1: Yes, I did. I How did. long was
0: the whole ordeal and what did you do for those two days?
1: No, 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 no. I got them. They opened up a flight that wasn't oh, going that, to— Oh, I thought
0: you had to come no, back.
1: Mm-mm. So I, they opened up a flight that was not originally going to go from Oakland to Denver to get people into Denver. And the problem is when I landed, I landed at like 3 in the morning. It was—you would have thought it was Christmas Day. I couldn't get a fucking Uber. There were people everywhere because every single flight— Denver shut their airport down for like 10 hours or something. So every flight that was going to get in was getting in at the
0: 3 a.m. That was the so first. So there flight were that people couldn't... in the airport at 3 in the morning?
1: It was so slammed, baggage claim, slammed. I'm telling you, I've never had that much trouble getting an Uber before. I mean, it was bumper to bumper traffic, trying to get Ubers. Yeah, everyone. Did
0: you try the old take the like Avis shuttle to the Avis <laughs> thing? And then, because <laughs> they not. have signs in LA and they're like, if you don't have a car, don't, because I used to get on the Avis shuttle and just go to the Avis place and then get an Uber.
1: Oh, I didn't think to do that. No, if anything. Or you do it to a hotel. I... I would have well, I I wasn't sure I was gonna be able to get all the way home. I was thinking I might have to stay in the West, and I just wanted to get back to Denver. Oh,
0: um man. But
1: anyways, something very interesting happened. Okay, guys, I know that you I thought That was
0: interesting. You <laughs>
1: like, well, this is just a much more I okay, it is extremely rare. I think if you if you've been a listener for a long time, you would know that I am I have a lot of experience with alcohol. You'd be hard pressed to find any drink i can't tolerate or any drink i haven't had or heard of like i'm pretty like i don't what, usually the scholarly? is given <laughs> to
0: high school students when you're in an orange jumpsuit yeah
1: yeah and, like, yeah like yeah. don't
0: be like me prom's so, coming up
1: <laughs> i mean I, like i just i spent like 15 minutes yesterday like looking at um new uh drinking toasts because i feel like mine have gotten a little stale mm-hmm. like i I, I am idea. like very up on my you know so all right. So I sit down by myself at the bar at this hotel I was staying at in North Carolina. It was actually a very nice hotel. And um, I'm at the bar because I don't know any of my colleagues yet. It's the first night. And they're like um, – I said, I'll have a, a gin martini, blue cheese stuffed olives, no olive juice in it, lemon twist. And he's like, okay. And he said, the one that we usually – like our like choice of gin is Navy gin. And I had never heard of Navy gin. And I want to ask you – and I do drink gin – but I did not know Navy Gin was a separate thing. Do you know what Navy Gin is? Because I'm about to school your ass.
0: I do not. I was not a gin drinker until the like the last yes. year of my drinking career. So I know very little. So talk to me about okay. Navy Gin.
1: Yes. So I was like, that's so odd. So he, okay, he makes me this martini. I took one sip. And you guys know I have an extremely high tolerance. And I knew the second I tasted it that it had substantially more alcohol than alcohol. Really? Like, I was like, Huh? What? This is amazing. Is what is this? Is the this the
0: Everclear of gins?
1: I, that's what, apparently it is. So it got its name from, in the British Navy, this gin was stored on ships next to the gunpowder, so that should the gin barrels sp- split and get into the gunpowder, this higher alcohol content would ensure that the gunpowder was not spoiled and it would still explode. <laughs>
0: Who, what psycho thought about that?
1: I don't know, but I didn't know gin, Navy gin was a separate thing, and now I am obsessed with it. It is... Like, it's probably I think the most potent sipping alcohol I have ever worked with.
0: Can you only get it in North Carolina?
1: I don't know because they had or several with some different kind kinds. Of
0: Admiral's uh, badge.
1: I think now that I know the name of it, perhaps I haven't tried yet. Um, I'll be able to get it in a, a real store. Um... But I was just freaked out that like, what is this Navy Gin you speak of? You
0: know, Corinne, I'm going to break my sobriety for one day, and it's going to be fun. Oh Navy yeah. Gin.
1: Well, it's I'm I okay, guys. I I again, I have a very high tolerance, which is really annoying. It's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. Um, but for me, like, in order for me to get a buzz, I would have to at least have two gin martinis, not vodka martinis. That shit's like water. But gin gin martinis, two gin martinis, I'll feel ca- I'll feel good enough to take my Ambien. Wow. Now. I had half of this one and I was like falling out the stool. Like I was like, I knew I I felt buzzed, which never happens to me. I called my brother. I was like, (laughs) Chad, Chad. And he's like, what? (laughs) I mean, I was just, I I was, it was (laughs) magical. And I want to bless you guys with that information. Now, uh,
0: is this, could this possibly be, obviously we'll figure out a way to get this Navy Gin to you. Is this a specialty? I can't drink this every time I drink gin because I might fight a child, or is this like, I could make this my daily? I
1: mean, you just you would have you would just drink so much less than you would of other alcohol because it is I also the reason I do drink gin from time to time, my, my favorite is mezcal, or at least it's my like last two years favorite. But I started drinking gin because vodka stopped having an effect on me altogether and gin still will get me a little it'll get me somewhere. Um now, when I asked, I went online because I, I was sending my brother the link to this gin. I was like, he's like, does it taste good? I'm like, no, it tastes like it belongs with gun barrels, but yeah. it's very effective. You can have
0: everything you want, bro.
1: And the ones we looked up were all, they were North Carolina distilleries. So I think it's like maybe moonshine adjacent kind of, you yes. know?
0: Or moonshine direct.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually, while we're on the, the subject of moonshine, because I was going to get into this anyway, um, I brought a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, somebody say a representative. Um, I brought this friend um, to. I went to Jay had a party for. Um, it wasn't for the actual fourth. It was the day before for the Rockies fireworks jamboree.
0: Oh yeah, took yeah. my kids. So we went and sat on the field for that.
1: Okay. Yes. Yes. So Jay was like, "I'm gonna have this grill barbecue." He actually like barbecues, although he has all these rules. He won't barbecue fish. That's the only rule. But it's the only thing I like barbecued. Anyway, all right. So I can't have grilled shrimp. I can't have any of that stuff. Um, all right, so. Why he
0: just doesn't want to stink his place up. I
1: guess. He doesn't like fish, so he just refuses to cook it. And yeah. He doesn't want it touching anything else.
0: I've heard people tell me that fish smells like garbage to them. And it kind of, if you walk, remember like when you'd be drunk in like in an alley in New York City and you smelled the trash back I, there? Definitely. It's It does smell like f- bad fish. So I, I get it. I mean, I love fish, but I could see... It could remind somebody of a dumpster.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well. So he was having this this scroll, and I said, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this friend of mine, and uh, I, and the friend that I brought, um, he's a giant, very handsome black man. Um, and is it I, Ak? It's not Ak. You know, I'm obsessed with Ak. <laughs> yes, I know. I am too. Even um, though he's
0: gay, you're gonna get him.
1: Yeah. So I brought him, and he brought moonshine that he had brought back in his luggage from a trip he had made to Tennessee or Mississippi, one of those. That tracks. And it was, yeah, it was banana pudding moonshine and it was really good. Now, that being said, the thing that happened that I have been mystified, I have now gone to, I mean, there's so many people listening to this podcast that are like, yeah, you asked me. I've asked so many of my friends because I just, I've never seen this before. Um, So I brought him over. It was Jay and like. Seven lesbian couples that we're friends with. So Jay's the only other guy there. Handsome black guy I brought. And then seven lesbian couples. All of whom, most of them are married. If they're not married, they live together. They're, there's no, I'm the only other single person there.
0: By the way, that's the GOP's uh, brochure cover. <laughs> we, it says, we got to stop this. <laughs> Look at these people laughing and having fun.
1: And if I tell you... These lesbians went fucking wild for him. I, there was a point, so uh, one of Jay's baby mamas, Heather, I don't think she'll care if I say her name, Heather was like, she's like, your voice is like velvet. I just, you're so tall. And I was like, keep it in your pants, Heather. And then I like, I like turn around, someone else is exchanging phone numbers with him. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? What is happening? And so I, so two of the funniest responses, um, (laughs) one person said, perhaps they think they could get free basketball shorts (laughs) because he works at the NBA. And then, um, um, oh, oh, and then my other friend, Nathan, said to me, he goes, well, maybe it's that spectrum that you were talking about. I was like, I've never seen anything like this. They are mostly married lesbians that were Mm. like keying with him.
0: Do you like think, if
1: I got up, someone took my seat immediately.
0: Do you think it's the, you know, obviously we are all human beings. If you're a lesbian, you, are, you probably have a type or somebody you've been with for a long time. Do you think it's just something where everybody is either secretly or openly or wildly attracted to something that's almost their direct opposite I have no idea. Where you're just like, what, you know, I, I, like, I, it was... I'm not used to seeing this, and it's intriguing to me, and it's attractive to me. Because there had to be something that were all of, all of them.
1: It really was all of them. And it was adorable, and I was so confused by it because, like— I would have assumed they would I don't know, all but ignore him. I mean they were going to be nice, but like he started out cuz he dazzled. He brought this mason jar of this banana pudding moonshine.
0: By the way, that just sounds like something that they would have to make you throw up on a game show. He's, like banana pudding well, is gr- it's gross well, on its own.
1: It was it wasn't put it was moonshine, but it was like kind of milky, which oh. I I know, I know, I know.
0: I know. Lord, did you have any?
1: Yeah. So, well, I don't turn down alcohol in general, but I just, I love moonshine, especially if you've done the good job of masking the gasoline taste of the moonshine. (laughs) So he opens with this and he's like, does anyone want, and all the girls were like, yeah, yeah. So they're all sipping this and it's way more powerful, I mean, not for me, but like for them. So everyone's getting a little tipsy and I don't know, it it was a move. They were really feeling him.
0: I would be fascinated, somebody that doesn't drink to watch people get drunk on moonshine because I'm sure it's faster, but when you're sober, you because when you go to like a happy hour with your friends like I do all the time, you can, because the drinks are all kind of measured and poured out, I can, if we if we go to Don's up the street, uh famous dive bar here in Denver. It's terrible. And it's, it's horrible. It's fucking terrible. It's horrible. And
1: for me to say that, I like dive bars.
0: Yeah, it's 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 not great.
1: Also, we haven't mentioned, sorry. Uh, Chris is not here today because this man has been on a three-week fucking sojourn yes. to I don't know, He's Greece, been finding Italy.
0: himself somewhere in I don't the know. woods in um, the Australia.
1: Yeah. Jesus. But I was thinking of him because I think when he comes man, back,
0: he'll be he'll be considered a man in the eyes of the village Yeah. And can marry yeah.
1: Now. Yeah. So that man loves dons. That's what what yes. I was thinking. He would he would be sitting in the corner.
0: But Chris goes to dons to play, to play pool. pool. Yeah. He like runs dudes in pool. So I get that like, like Don's is just like it's it's a dive bar, but it's like if, if my thing with dive bars is if we we're going to do it, your dive bar should be scary, not fake scary, not fake. Like, oh, we're making uh it's like a novelty shop of dive bars. Like, look, we have condoms in the vending machine. Yeah, your dive bar should be there should be two guys at, at the end of the bar that are selling cocaine. Oh, obviously. There should be yeah, bartenders well, that are drunk. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. should be some weird shit going on in the back where people are going back and forth to the stock room, air quotes. Uh-huh. There should be some dive bar scary uh, white nationalists in the back smoking cigs. People, like a dive bar should be scary, not fake, not fake college scary.
1: So I'm a firm believer that you shouldn't fucking let dogs into bars. Yes. And I went there once and there was like more than one dog. I was like tripping over them. And I'm like, you can be a dive bar without being disgusting. I don't want fucking animal dander in my drink.
0: It's it's. And you know what? I wish it was more disgusting. My dive bar in Miami, uh, in Miami, Miami Shores uh, was called uh, Billy's Pub 2. You could smoke cigs in there. Uh, I think I feel like I've been there. Yes, I. Oh, it's on West Dixie Highway. Uh, it's right on the corner. It's I in a plaza. I just know there was this
1: like. Okay.
0: There were yes. It, there it was, was a
1: pub I used to go to. Yeah, it was really Ramchworth.
0: legitimate. They had happy hour from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. and happy hour from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Uh-huh. for the people getting off. On it was a real dive bar. Yeah. One time, me and my uh, boy Greg, my roommate that I told you was like really good looking, me and him were there uh, at a hap, at a happy hour in the afternoon. And the bartender was this meth out chick that was dating the meth out owner, and she was pouring us beers into a mug, and she had the mug upside down, so the <laughs> the beer was going on. Right. She, and she was just I looking at us it. like you two fucking black guys, you're so hot. I, was, I told my husband, you guys are so fucking hot, like that. That's I mean jaw going a million yeah. miles, like real scary yeah, yeah, yeah. people. And I well, mean, I think a real dive bar needs that, and that's and there's no dogs. In I any kind just, of bar, I'm sorry. Enough with
1: your dogs. The dogs can't. The I, love of God. I can't. I can't. I can't. Meanwhile, we Maine has been. Uh, we officially got a new. We Jay got the cutest little dog. Now everyone's been asking because I. I, I that, of it's course. got a name
0: like an account like Scott or something, right?
1: Yeah, George. George. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by the way, name. he named him Sir George of the Lower Highlands. Oh. <laughs> So he has like a very regal name. So We
0: need a painting of it.
1: Uh he wanted to name him he wanted to make an Instagram and his the Instagram handle would be gorgeous like gorgeous. Oh Except there's a drag queen named that. That's so he was like not doing that anyway. Um, there's a new dog. I and I took pictures with him because he's adorable. It's a, a puppy. Everyone's like, "Why you don't like dogs?" No, I fucking don't. This dog will be useless to me in a two months. Actually, yesterday I was over and he was feeding him. I was like, "How many times a day are you feeding him?" Maybe you don't feed him so much. Right. And down. I've asked sixteen times if he may, might be the runt of the litter. And Jay's like, "No, he was twenty six hundred dollars. Not the runt of anything." And I was like, "Yeah." The dog is adorable. Looks like a stu- goddamn stuffed animal. But I want to be clear. I don't like dogs. It's just. Uh, uh, once in a while a puppy comes Uh, across I think you've
0: made that clear okay
1: Okay. I just didn't want there to be confusion because I got a lot of messages when I put up the picture and I will put this picture because it's too cute um, on our Instagram uh, of little Georgie boy um okay I wanted to just really quickly review a July 4th story that I have that I had forgotten I I saw I actually as it's not true I think about it every July 4th but it feels like a fever dream and I just didn't think anyone would believe me if I told them the story and I put it on Facebook I'm going to tell you the story now so basically my mom and dad when I was about six years old my brother would have been two um we were going to C.B. Smith Park now I want to be clear My parents – my mother's very bougie. My father didn't grow up wealthy, but, you know, he does whatever my mom wants. They're not park people, okay? (laughs) This wasn't a thing we did. I mean, we went to a beach club, not just the beach if we went to the – you know, like, they don't go do parks. That wasn't a thing. I I, – never.
0: They don't do general admission.
1: Not really. To the pub. No. Yeah. And so my – like, when my mother tells us we're going to C.B. Smith Park to see the fireworks, I am – extremely excited because it first of all feels like a thing you know i feel like i'm i'm uh why can't i think of the uh not blue eyed what's the kardashian north right like i'm like we get to do what the regular people do normies (laughs) yeah
0: i know don't touch them don't engage we're
1: gonna go with general population somewhere so my mom's like um you know she's got blankets and she's a full picnic and apparently she had um two friends that were in town from canada like a husband and wife so it's my little brother me my mom, my dad, and these two Canadians, we – I remember because my parents are really – they wanted front row. So they got there super early. We were in the front row. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, you know, my mom's hyping me up. Like, you know, she's like, this, you know, this is going to be very exciting. It's going to be loud. Are you ready? It's going to be loud. They start the fireworks, and the fireworks begin shooting directly at us. There was a problem.
0: Yeah, I'd say and so.
1: I didn't know any better. And the Canadians had never been in fireworks either. And they were like, the, the Canadian couple was like, oh, you guys do things different. And my father immediately screams duck because it was the first thing. Like, they were coming at us.
0: When Okay, so, like, you have to. Because in a world of high, hyperbole, people, yeah, this so is like, real- talk to us about, like, well, how, how, of high, how high above the your your heads? Like, oh, where, did, where were they high. landing? Maybe,
1: um, I would say they were coming out at, like, probably maybe, like, five or six feet over our heads. Like, right, that's why my father was like, Shut duck. you're
0: your mouth.
1: Yes, and I didn't... So, but, like, I know. No, it was, like, very serious.
0: <laughs> did you, so, as a kid, know something was wrong?
1: I only... Okay, when it first started happening, I did not. It was immediately... You saw your when parents? When my father... Was yes, my father was. Yeah, I could see the look on his face. Mm-hmm. And then my mother. Eventually, there was like a pause in fireworks. She scoops up my brother and I and like starts running. And so the that was that was my first fireworks experience. And I always think about it. And so I decided to put it on Facebook just because I thought I don't know it's kind of unique and and I don't know funny ish. And all of a sudden, all of these people start chiming in because you know like I have a lot of Facebook friends that grew up in Florida. So I put this post up. Um, and I say, you know, my favorite 4th of July was when I was six. My parents took us to C.B. Smith Park and I tell them the story like I just told you. Um, and I said, also, who who was at this disaster? Are we entitled to compensation? Smiley face. And then all these people chimed in. Uh, my friend Gina, I was there and my uncle was doing the fireworks show. He caught on fire and had to jump in the lake.
0: Oh my God. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I was there too. Just telling my kids this story yesterday. Um, So funny! I got hit by one of the sparks, but I didn't remember until you just shared. There were I have other people verifying.
0: There has to be footage.
1: I you you know I don't. It was so it was before anything.
0: Like what year was this probably? Eighty two, mid eighties. People like we had a camcorder in like eighty six. Your family had a camcorder.
1: We had the one with the purse where it was the heavy battery pack thing, but we didn't have it at this. I don't know. I'm gonna look. I'll look and see. But it was it was a big deal.
0: Oh, my God. I know. It just, I, and again, I almost died. Yeah, I'm sure. I was the
1: front row of a real bad fireworks disaster.
0: Oh, man. I just wonder, like, how long it took, you know, for your dad to just be like, I wonder if it was the first one he, where he was like, that wasn't. Because you do, you don't, right. you rarely it react. Noises. It's almost like when somebody, sh- when you hear a gunshot. Yeah. Your first thing is, like, not grab the kid. You're like, oh, that was weird. I right. wonder if a car backfired. And you're like. It took us. I know cars around. And there. also yeah. my father
1: is not fireworks guy. Right. I mean, he has the general idea, the understanding that they should go in the sky. But he's that guy that like knows if there's like a fizzy pop happening before it go, you know, like he doesn't do anything with fireworks.
0: Wow. Did they eventually adjust them and get or they all no. just went it, out in no. the
1: everyone ran for their lives and I don't know, then we got in the car and went home and never spoke spoke about it again. <laughs> My My mom said that the Canadians – because I didn't know I was so young. I wasn't paying attention to the Canadian couple. She said they were really traumatized. Really? Yeah. Because, like, they'd never been to a 4th of July. And I don't know. She was like, yeah, that's – and that was the last time we ever went to Stevie Smith Park. They could not be trusted there.
0: Oh, my – and especially Uh for for somebody like your mom that wasn't probably super pumped to do this anyway. Not at all. You know, to have something like that go down, she's like, this is why. Yeah,
1: it really validated this This is why. Totally.
0: All right. Um." I, I was gonna say, before, before we go any further, I did wanna ask you, because it is, this summertime is July, everybody's traveling. Uh, and I, it got me to thinking about just some, some travel tips because I know uh, you know some people are traveling with their family. And I thought about my time on Carnival. Yeah. And all I would do was see people like yourself that were roped into a family trip. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm wondering, you know, be like you at, you know, eh, 28, 29 with four family members, you know, your grandmother, your parents, your brother, who's 13. How do you navigate like when you're on on a family trip because there are other people that are on family trips and those people I would see kind of hook up and connect later 10 o'clock at night when the fam went down. Yeah. How do you hook up like a hookup when you're with your family?
1: Oh, I don't have any problems doing that. (laughs) <laughs> You're like, oh, I mean, you just I, I threatened my parents took us to an all-inclusive, God help me, thing in the Bahamas at some point in time. And I noticed that part of the all-inclusiveness, and it wasn't like a shitty all-inclusive, it was like high-end alcohol. There's some and, nice ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I saw part like every single thing was included. Like if you wanted to parasail, if you wanted to learn to dive, like everything was included. Including and I saw the staff. And then I saw if you should decide you want to get married the ordained minister that was included. So I just started threatening like two months before the trip. I was like, so I'm going to get married. We're all going to be there anyway. So I'm just going to marry someone while we're there. My mom's like, okay. So of course (laughs) I find like this, like guy with dreads, like, I think he was a surf instructor. He was some kind of some activity instructor. And I was like, Got it.
0: The original plot to Ninety Day (laughs) Fiance. Yes, the original pitch. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And so, like, I mean, I was like making out with him at the pool, and my parents like
0: in front of your folks. Oh, that's so
1: gross. I have no problem. Well, then don't take me. (laughs) Then don't take me. (laughs) Okay. Oh god, I would kill
0: myself. Yeah, it's
1: actually really. My parents are kind of okay with it. My brother really doesn't like it.
0: Mm. He said
1: I get a look in my eye because he's been around me so often when that's happened. That like I'll be talking to him and then I'll just I'll peep somebody I'm interested in and he's like don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And then the next thing you know yeah. blah, blah, blah. next
0: thing you know, there's no lifeguard in the lifeguard <laughs>
1: tower. Yeah. 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 It doesn't thrill my brother. My parents really don't care.
0: All right, so just do it. All right. I mean
1: I mean, yes. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't like when you get naked or anything, but like you can make out in front of your parents.
0: Yeah, but I think lap sitting because I think that a lot of people obviously, unless you got crazy dough, and if that if it was the case, you wouldn't be on Carnival. You know, some no, people. You would not. Some people are like, get your own room. But I think because oh, you're people, saying you're sharing a room? Yeah, because I think oh, a lot ew, of people no. are. So what? No, what I not, think a well, lot, lot of me. people did was that's what the upstairs Lido deck. Yeah. No cameras, dark AF well, up there. I think a lot of that oh, went down up there. Oh,
1: of course. Those uh, those. Those deck chairs are coverages.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's, yeah, yeah no black lights. Uh, and don't make us take you to court and like have those photos go viral. Yeah, do you want to see what's really on these deck chairs? That's not Windex, buddy. I did want to ask you because, you know, uh, my girl, the wonderful SAR, she was just on, she took a quick trip with the girls and they stayed at a hotel. Um, you know, they did a really cute, fun road trip. And you know what? She sent me a picture of the bathroom door. And you know what it was a picture of? Oh, a
1: shit gap? A shit gap. No. A shit gap. Look at that. Shit gaps have made all the way to, where'd she go? New Mexico? She was
0: there, New Mexico, Arizona area. Stop and it, you guys. Stop with the Use shit gaps. Use normal doors. Corinne, explain to the viewers what the shit gap is. And also, I've, wondered, I've always wondered this from a, an honest woman's perspective. How do you discuss shitting in the room? Because it seems stupid. But it's a thing that's going to happen and you're, people are very self – especially if you're trying to make a good yeah, impression on somebody you're on a vacation with, which means this could be a potential long-term partner. So it's not nothing. Yeah,
1: you're I, you're out of your fucking mind if you're not traveling with poo I I don't leave oh. – I generally – if I mean, usually I I don't really bring it over here because I'm not here long enough where mm. I, there would seemingly need to be a bathroom situation. But if I am anywhere, like if I have to go anywhere for the day, I there, it's in my purse. I have a little – Little sample, you know, and I have them in each of my bathrooms. The second when I went to my my parents moved to a new house in Delray Beach like a year ago. It was my first time there. I brought four poopoores for each of the bathrooms. I was like, it is savagery that you would not do this.
0: Wait, now how do you use? Do you use it upon? uh,
1: Right before you just squirt the toilet, a couple spritzes, and then you go to the bathroom, and it does this thing where it just traps. All of the bad smell, you really cannot – you'll smell the, the scent of the poo you chose, which is pleasant. Yeah, great. But you will not smell anything else.
0: Okay, but you have to – see, I didn't it know you – It is flawless. You, you, you spray the area before anything goes down.
1: Yeah, actually, <laughs> um, I, funny enough, I explained this to my brother when it first came out, but I thought you spray after you go to the bathroom. Me too. <laughs> and he goes, why would you think you have to look back at it? That's the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard. So he read the instructions and no, it goes in first. I had been doing it after.
0: That's how I would have no. always done it. Okay, no. see? That's that's why you ask kids, because you learn, you can always learn new things, even at 46. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, so, uh, just, to, uh, just to pivot, because I'm just, like, dying to give you this. Please,
0: I see you okay. working you your phone. So I know. Like, I just ask, and I'm glad I didn't I know, did you Poo get Pooferi. through all
1: of your travel questions? Uh, I, I did. I am a good person to ask. Because yes, because I am.
0: this is, in, because honestly, Corinne, the reason that I want to ask you these things is because people look to you for guidance on what a no bullshit answer to a real question is because i think a lot of people get jammed up when they ask questions to a nice person and they're like it should always be 50 50 and don't worry about pooping it's natural it's like no, no i need somebody's no, gonna be honest no, no, so no. i want to ask you this really quickly yeah. um let's say it's you and i um we both have similar jobs we both make eh, let's say i make a little bit more than you a decent amount more yeah and i say corinne I am going to take you to, where do you wanna go? Turks and Caicos. Okay, hey, there we go, right. y, YF around. All right, um, so don't worry about it, I got the flight. Yeah. Um, we have not slept together yet. Um, oh, I gotta pay for this trip. So then. I have not gotten the flight, but I'm planning on getting the flight, and I'm planning on getting the room. Should you expect to pay for anything when you're down there? And should Great you question. expect- to sleep with him when you get not yeah. that you have to. But no, you do obviously have to. We're we're taking sexual assault out of this equation, everybody. So stop. You shouldn't but sign up for the there, trip if you're like, not gonna. Put yeah, out. but is there a thing? Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's a thing. Okay, so let's discuss.
1: Okay, so I'll give you. I have a perfect, perfect fucking example of this. Okay, so I had this ex boyfriend who I I used to talk about on my old podcast. He's one of the worst humans of all the exes. He's the only one that I never talked to again. Like I I I. I I mean, I've managed to forge a friendship with most of my exes. This one is awful. He's terrible. He was a rocket scientist. So if you remember me talking about the rocket scientist, this is him. So, okay, two examples. One, for my birthday, he he got us a, a cruise. Okay? okay? Now, the cruise was cheap as fuck. It, it went to Encinitas out of, like, California. Like it was a bullshit, like three, four day cruise. Right. It was nothing.
0: It's a tourist trap cruise.
1: And I think he really just took me on that cruise. It was for my birthday, but I think he really took me on it because he likes to gamble.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't think that there was any, like, I don't like cruises. And also, I've been on a million cruises. Like, this wasn't my idea. He said to me, now he paid, it was like $500. It was nothing for like one shitty room for the two of us, right? And I said to him, okay, well, since you got the cruise, I'll I'll do the drink tab.
0: No 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 no. Fucking shoot me. No 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 it no, was no no. Nine hundred dollars.
1: Oh god. For the drinks, yes. And I was like, huh. Kind of feels like because when I was signing the bill at the end, I was like, this is the time when you should be like, hey, how about we split that since this was your. Because it's like I took him out for my birthday, right? It cost me double what it cost him.
0: That and the, he didn't the drinks are any, what? The, that's why it's so cheap. They just want you in the door so they can rip right. you off. Right, so
1: I figured, I knew the drinks were expensive, but I was purposely getting bottles of La Crema, and they were like $40 a bottle. In my head, I thought I was doing the math okay, but I didn't realize how fucking far right, I don't know what he was doing at the casino, you know? Right. Okay, that's example number one with this piece of shit. Example number two, all right, he won Wheel of Fortune.
0: The game or the casino game?
1: The actual game.
0: He was on the show? Correct.
1: And he won it. And this was the worst fucking so he wins Wheel of Fortune and he like basically guesses a puzzle with like no no letter. He's very smart. He wins a Mini Cooper, a bunch of money and an all expense trip paid trip to any sandals resort we want. So we pick St. Lucia. Now he wins the trip. Okay, he won the trip. The trip is free. Takes me on the trip, asks me to pay the taxes on the trip. Because the trip is free, but you got to pay the taxes no. on the gift, so I had to pay the taxes when I told my mother this, my mother already hated him. she was like, "Get rid of him like what do you mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, I guarantee you, your mom wanted to she kill really didn't like him. him.
1: none of my friends liked him oh. i this is the, this is the problem. This is actually why this particular gentleman that I brought out to Jays for this girl I'm trying to get people that I'm interested in in any capacity around as many of my friends as possible because I have the worst taste and the worst opinion like my friends all knew like the good ones and the bad ones like and I I obviously cannot be trusted so I'm trying to I'm gonna have you meet him for sure
0: yeah well you know when you're too close to something it's just hard and the, the the whole secret in life is being able to trust the people, the advice of the people that you trust the most and follow that advice. Because yeah. people, it, it, it's what kills me about everything. It's like, this is my girl, Corinne. This is my ride or die. I've known her since the third grade. Don't say anything about my girl. That's my. She knows me better than I know myself. And then, Corinne, you'll be like, I don't know if you should date Al. It gives me a weird vibe. Shut up. I don't talk to Corinne no more. I'm like, yeah. the, what was the whole point of this whole 18 years thing? It, it's <laughs> When they give you advice... You have to, don't, first of all, don't ask everybody for advice, but when you ask yeah. the people that you trust, you have to follow it, even if it's not what you want to hear.
1: I got to tell you, we're going to do a story today because it's very much about this um, on Patreon. I am not comfortable talking about it publicly so it's going to just be for patreon so after this we're going to do buzz corinne has entered the chat Ooh. and i'm going to talk you through a situation that i have going on that poor franny and eliza have been advising me on for years and i have not been taking their advice and i finally turned a corner and i'm taking it um so we'll get into that it's, later it's, ha- it's after... hard to
0: take advice i
1: know um but while we're on the dating subject i've just i'm obsessed with denver 30s and 40s singles has yes.
0: really risen to the top you guys and it's not just you i'm obsessed as well all right, okay. so let's get into it.
1: All right, so this is somebody pitching themselves. This is not unlike vouch dating, um, and this person is pitching himself, and he says, so listen, I'm being 100, and there's no punctuation, you guys, so I'm going to do my best. I do like
0: this. that it starts with, so listen, yeah. like you just stood up on the bar and right. threw a shot glass, okay.
1: I'm tired of spending time with girls that don't fully understand me. I'm passionate about what I believe in. I'm a blue, a blue with collar. That's not how that goes. Hard-working, good-making money dude. I don't think you are. I'm 34. I do everything in construction. Moved here from the South Florida 2 years ago. I like from loud Big South Florida. The South Florida. Not
0: just any South Florida. I like
1: loud music and I need l- I need I need live. I'm a loyal person. I'm telling you there's no punctuation you guys so I'm struggling. I'm a loyal person but somebody gotta understand I get mad sometimes cuz I believe what I say. On the good side, I'm ducking cool to chill with. Okay. I don't know why I autocorrect hit that, but not all of these other misspellings. I smoke weed and drink. I drive sixty in a thirty-five. I'm a great driver and equipment operator. I am sorry. Why is driving sixty in a thirty-five I was in this to say, file? I <laughs> drive that. I don't understand. I'm confident in myself. I've changed. I've been to prison for some years, but been out for and counting. Not going back. I got a great job. Just need a good chick. Oh, I like to cook, sports, and I love my dog. I live by myself with a car. So
0: should I date this guy? <laughs> 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 what oh, the fuck I, is that? I want to read that just so people can realize that th- that you uh, were not making any of that up. And I want—I secretly just kind of want to hear it again. Hmm. So uh, can yeah. I read it? Okay. I mean,
1: good luck to you.
0: Oh, and there's. Oh, you didn't even discuss the photos.
1: Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, I
0: did I, I'm just gonna tell you the the guy that has these photos. Uh, he broke a couple of Corinne's rules just because there's a. Dogging two of them mm. um it looks like he does work blue collar the smile he has um in the first picture is just like he just put like some kind of tnt a- it in some kind of like a public place and yeah. driving away he looks very devilish <laughs> and terrifying i mean
1: he was in prison so okay. been for yeah
0: that that would explain that some kind of the uh, the shade of teeth as well okay
1: related Go ahead. So listen. Give it a shot.
0: I'm being 100. I'm tired of spending time with girls that don't fully understand me. I'm passionate about what I believe in. I'm a blue with collar, hardworking, good money making (laughs) dude.
1: I mean, there's no way he makes money.
0: There's no way. There's no
1: way this guy has a seventh grade education.
0: The more money you make, the more commas you use. I'm (laughs) I'm 34. I do everything in construction. Moved here from. From South Florida two years ago. I like loud music and I need live. I'm. A I thought he was gonna say, like
1: I need a live girl. I don't
0: know what that <laughs> he means. means. Live
1: music, I think. He likes loud music and needs it live. Okay,
0: I think I, you're being real nice. I know. I don't know. I'm a lo- lo- loyal person, but somebody gotta no double T. Just gotta. Mm somebody gotta understand i get mad sometimes because i believe what they say that's directed at somebody somebody that is uh on the missing persons mm-hmm. list on the good side i'm ducking funny cool to chill wit
1: like why did it auto crack fucking and ducking but not wit
0: to with or just any of any the of lowercase yeah. i's into capital yes yeah. i smoke weed and drink i drive 60 and a 35 <laughs> i'm a great driver and equipment operator confident in myself. I've changed. I've been to prison for some years, but been out for, and counting not going back. With
1: a prayer prayer emoji.
0: Yeah, wait, okay, this sentence, okay. It's very difficult. Prison some years, been out for, and counting not going back. I got a great job, just need a good chick. Prayer emoji. Oh, I like to cook sports. And I love my dog. (laughs) And I live by myself, comma, with car. And then with car was just like, it's the questioning emoji, like, with car? like. uh, I think he
1: lives in that car. Yeah. If I were to be. Isn't it phenomenal, though, that there's these people are posting themselves, like, personalized ads. Who the fuck would respond to this? And I just have one other one just quickly to add in here. So you know how people keep doing, like... You want to go look for geodes and get in my van? Yeah. Just weird shit. Like, what are... Th- this is the scariest part. This, you guys, this is the Denver. These are the 30s and 40-year-olds in Denver that are single. This is what I'm working in. Okay, it's this like, is the pool. It's
0: like that HBO show, The Leftovers.
1: Yeah, this This is what's happening. This person, Regina, says, serious question here. Is anyone good with helping handle wildlife such as ducks that need to help to get a fishing hook out of their mouth here in this group? In Lakewood, Wednesday evening, maybe 5.30-ish? Don't need any negativity or naysayers. Just looking to help out some wildlife. And edit, I should clarify, not looking for the how-to. I'm looking for somebody to actually hang. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? (laughs) What?
0: You have to repeat that. (laughs) That sounded like you read four words out of seven different paragraphs on Yahoo's homepage. Okay,
1: this person is looking for somebody. She's basically saying, you know how you could throw date ideas? Hey, going to go to the roller rink this Wednesday at 5... She wants somebody to handle wildlife such as ducks that need help to get a fishing hook out of their mouth. Not not one particular duck. She's saying it's an overarching problem. Is
0: this happening a lot? Yes,
1: guess so. And I really give a fuck about ducks. I hate geese. Well, Let them all choke on the goddamn are fishing violent. hooks. Right, but I'm just like... And like, there's six people that volunteered. Like, no, yeah, I, okay. yeah. Okay. Regina had six answers to that. So um, I guess at this point in the episode... What I need is to hear from some sane folks, like the people who listen to this you very mean, fine podcast. Yes,
0: you mean some people that uh, yes. are also uh, not going to spend their time uh, wiping off ducks from oil spills?
1: <laughs> no. And if you'd like to give us uh, a little email uh, okay. or a voice memo, um, you can reach us at my safe word is more advice at gmail.com. we love to hear from you. What you got for All me today, right. this Albert? Is, this is
0: interesting. I wonder if we're going to have time for two. I don't know. You know I'm green. No but one. Let's just, it's okay, hot as shit in I, here. It is hot as fuck.
1: We have a new studio, which eventually you'll see. And I don't know what's happening, why it's Auschwitz in the, here, but I AC am melting.
0: The guy came yesterday. I sent you a I am picture melting. of him. I have and so his much tits sweat, like yes, you are. It's,
1: it's falling into my underwear. You I look like, going, like you just
0: I, yelled at your team at halftime.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm so hot, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're playing so, like a bunch of pussy. Yeah, this okay. there was. This is a one email <laughs> okay. sort of show.
0: Go on. I'm Sorry, you're such a writer. This is somebody that was on Survivor twice, and I'm kicking her ass in here. Okay, it says, separate sleeping and advice question. Guys, I'm an 80% of the time separate sleeper and love it. Remember we talked about yeah. snoring? Yes. I told you, it's well, a we, thing, dog. We also talked about separate houses. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. His and hers. Uh, I've been married for 25 years, and for the past 11 years, I've been working overnights five nights a week. So my husband and I only sleep in the same bed two nights a week. I kind of like this. Okay. this is a great little uh, setup. Those five days are the best sleep I have all week. On the nights we are together, I have to deal with blankets being pulled away or it gets hot or I can't spread out like I usually do. Dealing with him snoring sometimes or tossing and turning or, God forbid, one of us has a cold and we have to listen to the other one coughing all night. So I'm all for separate sleeping. Also... I haven't... Okay, so uh, this the second part's kind of non-related. So, Corinne, I'm just going to ask the question that this uh, this person, Amy, I'll leave her last name out okay. of it, Amy danced around, but she, I think she loves her partner too much to ask, so I'll ask you, because okay. I don't love her partner. How does she approach getting rid of the other two nights? Because five nights are the best, why not make this seven, seven nights? nights? It's tough... But maybe he feels the same. So, like, hypothetically, if she might want to enjoy her life, because two nights out of that's, – that's what? So, I that's mean, almost we're eight, ten saying, days out of the month that suck for you? Like, we're, no. Right.
1: We're saying that you feel like – because you said
0: 11 years that uh, 11 uh, – was it 11 or 25?
1: Oh, 25 years. Yes. For the past 11. Yeah, the last been 11 is it's been okay. Um, So I feel like – so all right my first suggestion would be a better sleeping accommodation in that like like a couple of the things you mentioned are fixable by like like i don't know why my grandma and grandfather did this but they had two beds pushed together and then they would like hang out watch tv and then push those fuckers apart
0: that's way too much work (laughs)
1: No, it was moving furniture every night. They were like twin beds. I don't know. It was weird. I don't, I never saw that. Maybe it's an old people thing. And they would like hang out. I would just like, when I'd sleep over there, I'd watch TV with them in the bed. And then like when they went to bed, they just boop pushed them like about a foot from each other.
0: That's weird. Well,
1: but it's, it does solve the problem.
0: I guess the cover yanking and the heat. What? Okay. Maybe I slept
1: next to guys that was like sleeping next to a fucking working toaster oven.
0: What if you just got a gigantic bed?
1: That, right, something. That's what I'm saying. Like, like
0: a bed just, that a coke dealer would have. That's bisexual. So you like you're uh, gonna have dudes uh, and women on that I mean, bed. You this need is, one of those. This is
1: what I'm saying. Like if it's possible to make those two nights better, but you're still spending them next to your husband. Now I don't know when you're married that long. I don't know that the two nights a week make a difference. Is there is is it like a oh this is sort of like what you're supposed to do.
0: She didn't bring – but and that's also your weekend, bro. That's your weekend to really kind of recover and get ready for the week. And first of all, Thursday night or whatever is the last day of the five days of good sleep. Yeah. She's already thinking about it. So then when you – because there is going to be a low level of hostility when she knows that 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 sleeping arrangement's coming. And he's wondering why his jokes aren't being laughed at as much. And she's not – because she's already like, oh, God, he's already caught. He's going to be – it's hot tonight. He's going to be a – yeah. You don't like it. So And it's eight I, hours. I
1: got another solution for you because I actually uh, look, if you a fine ass man, I will put up with some things. Not weird snoring, but you know, if you run hot, like I date big dudes and mm. so a lot of times they run hot and they make the bed hot. Um I just roofie myself. I don't know why you can't just get on ambient.
0: Okay, there we go. Yeah. Corinne's uh, suggestion is drugs. Yes, it's almost always and the our next email will be from her daughter. My mother's services will be
1: <laughs> she, no. <laughs> Dude, you can't. My mother's services. <laughs> you can't. Wait, reason really like, a drug
0: yourself. Okay, She's so got a then she goes. The she is, this this seems like it's separate. Yes, but I'll also, take it. Yes. Yeah, so also, I have an issue. I was wondering if Corinne had any thoughts about. And she seems very serious when she says this. I have resting bitch face. And so I was joking to a friend about it, and she told me I should try Botox. I thought Botox would freeze your face, and it would would be frozen bitchy. Yeah, that's true. But she thought it would lessen the bitchy look. What do you think? Love the podcast. Those are two very interesting questions, and I I don't know anything about the latter. So, Corinne, take it away. In my
1: wheelhouse. Okay, so you would not look you would not look um, less resting bitch face. In fact, it would, you're right, it would freeze your resting bitch face. Like, because part of the reason I think, and I don't know what your bitch face looks like, but mine, I have a flat emotional spectrum often. Like, so, like, if I'm walking through the airport, like, I do this thing where my face is, is just, I'm not making any, I don't, smile with my eyes i don't do anything at strangers no i don't do anything and so i have sort of this affect where i kind of just if i'm if at a barge like i don't just naturally casually smile or really make any facial expressions i'm just kind of flat now if you get botox on it makes it much harder to make facial expressions so it isn't going to i because that's what the bitchiness i think comes off for me also then i open my mouth and i am a bitch so that's that's the dual fold problem but when you just look at me you think oh she doesn't look friendly because i don't have that smiley thing going in fact when i did my first season of survivor i was picked last in a pick'em season last or second i think i was picked last um and i asked charlie one of my friends on the show like he goes we were all together for a week we couldn't talk to each other but we could see each other in this you know pre-game thing they do and he goes, and you just look like such a fucking bitch. And, and apparently, because no one talked to each other, and when they did the pick and everyone kept not picking me, and I'm way more athletic than, like, this dumb bitch Susie who was, like, 20 years older than me. Like, you know, I, I'm, like, not getting picked ahead of people I should be getting picked ahead of just based on, like, what Survivor is about. And it turned out everyone universally was like, oh, uh, ugh, she seems terrible. And it was because I just walked around blank-faced, I also was carrying uh, The Art of War,
0: which wasn't a very smart book choice. <laughs> I also had a couple of Chinese stars on me yeah. that I was practicing to throw. It, here's, it, It's interesting how we look at the concept of resting bitch face and just looking pleasant already. Because if you look at every documentary of people that get robbed of their money – People that get pulled in the. Yeah, they look cults. like fucking suckers. Yeah, well, the, also the people that come for you are like, hello, oh. I'm with the Sunshine Network. We need to borrow your no. daughter for the Kick summer. Rocks. And it's like, the, I would rather have, but like when you look at documentaries about great coaches, great generals, uh, phys- physicians that uh, ignored what people said and went ahead with this uh, obscure cancer treatment and it worked, there are people that don't fuck around. Isn't yeah. that the personality you want on a show like Survivor? Oh, I see where you're going with this. Um, or in general? People just, are I, really I'm scared kind of. of that. On of that.
1: Survivor, they're really. Like, you, you have to build alliances. They're scared of anyone that's going to be, like, really vocal or going to, like. Because if you're able to. If you're a leader and not a follower and you're on a show like Survivor, you're inherently going to get people to vote your way. You're not going to vote theirs. Mm. And so that's a. Scary for people I don't mind it so much Like I I pretty much always aligned With like alpha people Um I don't I don't need like I mean, you want, it's a, a mix. But, anyways, I don't know. They, I, I was, if you, you guys will know the ones that watched my first season. It's like weird. I'm standing there, like, you know, because they, they start with two team captains and then pick, 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 pick. And I'm just standing there as, as like, I'm watching, like, the elderly go before me. And,
0: like, <laughs> somebody blows one of those things yeah. and her card starts moving.
1: Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> someone has got like, a limp. I'm like, I, I don't know why I'm not getting picked. And then, after, once I got on my tribe, universally everyone on that tribe was like oh i thought you'd be a total fucking cunt
0: Were you just like it's on now
1: and i was like oh well you were right yeah and i give a, i mean i yeah i certainly delivered i think my face matches my personality but um i want to just give this quick teaser because hey, we're at-
0: the advice for her yeah. what would you tell her to do with the botox and like what would- i
1: w- always i would so i would if you're looking to get rid of your bitch face then no don't do that you got to you got to like smile casually more um, but if you wouldn't like to get rid of your wrinkles and look younger or look like a younger bitch, then you mm. do Botox. I want to say that <laughs> I'm very excited <laughs> because this weekend, my my one of my very good friends had her facelift, the big $125,000 price oh, tag yeah. facelift from a very famous. And I put his information on my Facebook page. I'll put it on Instagram, too. Um, this guy is a miracle worker. So she went under the knife on Thursday uh, her sister is with her now, and I have seen the preliminary results. She's sending me diary videos. I make her send me one every night so I can see the progress. And it is absolutely unbelievable work. I mean, she's going to look incredible. And the problem is, for years, she was doing filler and Botox, just trying to keep up. You know what, dude? You can't. You got to go in. You got to change the musculature. You got to trim the skin. You got you to do a whole reef. You got to in- inject fat under the eyes. You got to get the eyelids out. You got to do a lot of things, Okay. So I am, Jesus.
0: I am. You talk like, like it's a hostile takeover I, of a company. Yeah. You got to get rid of the bad eggs.
1: I fire am the whole 100% board. doing this surgery at some point. I'm not necessarily ready for it yet. But when I do, I will tell you what I learned from her. You don't do it in piecemeal. Because the problem is if you were to fix, let's say, if you have jowls, like, you know, you're fixing your neck. Okay, once you fix that, this, this starts to fall. Everything's connected. Right. You don't do it in piecemeal. You go bigger. you go home. So I'm going to see her. I'm helping her through her recovery. I am flying there this coming weekend. So the next podcast, I will have all of the information about this.
0: All right, and then we're going to use that information to start a Kickstarter.
1: Yeah, and yeah
0: not, and the thing is it'll take a while for the Kickstarter to go, <laughs> but like you won't need this for like another 10 years.
1: I know. Well, the other smart thing, I just watched an incredible interview with Sarah Jessica Parker on Howard Stern where she talks about how she missed the cutoff. Now it's we too late. We talked about
0: that on DBL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch so I,
1: I believe wholeheartedly, like, you got to catch it before it's going to be weird. You don't want to do it at 70, and now your face looks weird. It doesn't match your hands.
0: Well, I said this, and I, I felt like in a – not that I'm opposed to this, talking out of my ass – when is the time in a person's life to get it? So, do you get it when things are starting to go? Do you wait till things have gone or do you, you get it before okay. they go at all?
1: So my mom's theory is you want to you don't want to have to have a surgery twice. Like my father had his eyes done twice. It's cuz he did the first one too early. I argue that if you think something's starting to go, that's when you do it. Why would you if your self-confidence is waning because of something that you can fix surgically, just fix it. I mean, I really want to get my eyes done I, I, because I feel like they're drooping, but the reality is it's a very expensive surgery, and I would ultimately have to get it done probably three times in my life if I start now. So I'm going to give it – so they say when you hit menopause, which I should be nowhere near, but just in case, um, you that's when your face goes. So that's a good time to kind of target – you know, you don't want to do it, and then your feet, like, if I do it now, and I don't, you know, and then I, I, I when I'm menopausal, shit goes really south. Well, that's annoying. That's not that far out, <laughs> you know? So.
0: I, I mean, I guess that makes sense.
1: You got to look at the timing of it, um, but I'm a big proponent of, of surgery. Good surgery. Right. Not a fucking Brazilian butt lift.
0: Stop with those. No, That's those weird. look ridiculous. I, no one likes those. Throw your
1: ass like we all did, doing a lot of squats, okay?
0: A bunch of squats. Yeah. That'd be fine. Put the work in. They if look so stupid. you don't, like, look, there's a lot of guys that don't require that. So, like, yo, you just be yourself, and uh, you don't need to go down and get uh, a yeah. weird uh, injection that looks like...
1: It just looks so unnatural. It just, it just looks doesn't. So your weird. your hamstrings have to match your glutes. That's how the body works. It looks. I think. I mean. Look. I might be alone here, but like the Kim Kardashian pear shaped. Whatever that fuck she's doing with her ass, I think it looks horrible.
0: Yeah, it makes I, your it, body look like a bottle. You of You look perfume. like
1: grimace.
0: Yeah. It just it the way it bows. Your your ribs yeah. and your hips. Like we are all animals, and like your eyes recognize like something looks weird with that. It's not
1: right. It's yeah, uh,
0: but you know it is right. This podcast and the philosophy of this podcast which is it's not a podcast about life
1: it's a podcast about getting work done
0: that's right we'll see you guys next Bye. week George, 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 George.